my whole team was just because it hasn't been done before it doesn't mean that it can't be done now so I was very strong Will gave me the platform to to put a map in place of how I could actually do it subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts OTB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now uh, time to turn our attention to Gaelic football. I'm delighted to have the former Mayo star David Brady on the line with us this morning. Morning, David. Morning, how's things? How are you keeping? Keeping well, keeping Hi. well. There's a few. There's Hi, few. How are you, David? How are you? A few oh, areas. Good, thanks. We want to talk. We want to talk a, a different number of things with you, David. But of course, I did want to start with the um, story of the weekend in Monaghan. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get criticised here. Why is Shane still talking about Monaghan? <laughs> it's Wednesday, but I don't care. What a game! What a game, David. You have every right to be still talking about it. I've been still thinking about it. Um, at one stage, I think my wife around said, "Have we all playing again this weekend?" Because I was kind of roaring <laughs> and shouting, and um, it was a, it was a, and people, it was an absolutely fantastic game of football. It had everything, and again, it had quality. Sometimes you see the, oh, it was a great game of football, but they didn't, they had no setup, they had no structure. It was, it was. The 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 real I think the the ignition of of the twenty twenty three championship and well deserved and phenomenal display in the way that Monaghan came back like the world dead and buried you're you're not buried on if you come back so they were dead and uh, five points down at half time uh, and again uh, you know you kind of put yourself in the situation one on one well you know you're not really even one on one there was there was two two backs converging and you say do I fist it over or do I just go for it and it's natural raw instinct sometimes and um, that you just say low hard and what it produced was a a, a dramatic a dramatic winner for man and it was brilliant absolutely brilliant it's funny that some people are actually saying that he took the wrong option. I thought that is mad. Like the goal at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he took the wrong option. He, you know, he should have did the, this, played it safe, and fisted it over the bar. David, for you as a manager, what do you make of that? Of people making those comments? You take. You know what? They're going to be right at some stage, at some time, and that's that, that's the problem. You're going. Oh, I told you. Remember that? You know, you you, you go and people do say that players are are nearly robotic now there's so many phases they're 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 like robots rather than natural flair and it was just that and it is it does it comes down to this it comes down to belief in yourself but that just natural flair whether it's out the back of your shed or the back house or the backfield are in you know Flores or in uh, Oma you're going just just you know my instinct says just do this and that's that's I think that's what it was. It was just pure like this is this is a guy that was in his first championship um in his first championship game as well as such. Mm. You're going pure and utter natural instinct and flair, and I think it's absolutely brilliant to see. And there's loads of experts that would have said oh fisted over percentages and this and that. They'll be right another day, but they were all wrong the last Sunday. Sometimes it is a case as well of of, of letting the shackles off and Conor McManus kinda of spoke after the match about that. He said you know, at half time they realised they had to approach it differently. They had to play on the front foot, uh, attack the game, and just play with a little bit more freedom. And you could see that, like Carl O'Connell's running game was brilliant. Stephen O'Hanlon was consistently taking players on. You know, beat Conor Myler for that lovely first Monaghan goal. There was just moments where the Monaghan players clearly decided, well, look, we're five points down. We might as well go for this. And it is, and it, sometimes 
And a game is very, very scripted at times and very cagey. And you see how Hanlon just went and said, that's it. And sometimes it takes one player mm. to initiate that spark and saying, yeah, you know what? There was, there was, we, we, we kind of made inroads there. We, 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 we walked through them to a degree, but, um, it is that collective to saying it's, it's do or die. And that's the, that's the, the spirit of a team. And, and we've seen that spirit in Monaghan, um, down in, um, Hastings, uh, Mikhail Park in the last league game where the Hatta, it was backs to the wall. It's, it's, you know, and yeah, they knew, they knew, they didn't know in the back of their mind there's another opportunity in the groups or whatever. You take it in championship as it's, it's, it's all or nothing. And, uh, they really did let themselves go. And it is it is um, refreshing, but they let themselves go, but they didn't lose their structure. against a, a, You know, they didn't leave themselves wide open. Um, they worked hard, they worked collectively. Um, the, defensively, they remained solid, but they really improved in their in their attacking structure, and that was the direct hard running um, a lot down the channels against against um, a Toronto team that you're going, oh, at halftime, yeah, impressive. These guys, young Canavan, Derek Canavan, Rory Canavan, they were they were a formidable force, but they're only formidable when they're when they're on the front foot. We will get to the the Galway Ross Common uh, semi final at the Hyde this, this weekend in, in in just a bit, but that was something we wanted to touch on with you as well, David. That that I, I guess the five week gap for a team like Tyrone. And I don't think anybody is ruling thrown out of out of being potential Sam Maguire contenders uh, at this stage, uh, based off the weekend for sure. What what what, what should happen now? Because there's a lot of talk about the training camps and, and teams heading away for for a little number of days in the sun. Um, I don't know what Tyrone do now. Do players go back to club football? Five weeks is a long time to to, to be thinking with your with your thoughts. And, and Mayo are in the same boat. A long time, yeah. And again, uh, it's kind of. Now that everyone is kind of back to work, the, the Easter break is kind of when a lot of teams pencil in the training camp. Mm. Um, the Curry team were in La Manga last week um, over and had, a, by all accounts, a, a very uh, productive training camp. I got a, a few pictures back. <laughs> and uh, it, it, that for me, and like Galway went, they flew out at four o'clock in the morning after the National League final defeat. They were over in Portugal, it was. Mm. So, uh, again, it's you probably might have your own training camp. You might go internally in Ireland now. Give the, you de- Guys definitely need a break because it's been hard and heavy and consistent since December, you know, November, December, January, straight into the National League. Um, they need to recharge. Uh, a few of the male players went away and got a bit of sun from themselves. That they, they had that opportunity. Took Everyone took the, the 10 days off or whatever. But from a training camp, I think, and my personal experience, they're, they're, they're brilliant. They're absolutely brilliant. But that, that sense of dedicated time it was like, this is, this is us being professional to the highest degree you could possibly achieve by seven o'clock session. You know, you'd have a prep session. You'd be going on the pitch at half seven in the morning. You might finish at half nine, have an ice bath, have a swim in the sea, um, then lounge, chill. Maybe you do some, group sessions between forwards and backs or midfielders. Um, you do some core rehab. Uh, you'd have some massage sessions. Then again, you'd have an active session at uh, about four or five o'clock when the sun gets a little bit a little bit um, less hot. And you'd, you'd be going again then, recovery, eating. You'd be eating two and a half, uh, three and a half, uh, 4,000 calories a day nearly when you're, when you're in a training camp because the amount of energy and calories you burn off. But it is, the, you know, the big thing is the collective togetherness and the bond, the fun, the crack. Uh, I remember being on a training camp and uh, I, it was, it was, a, it was a, we, nobody drank. 
nobody drank in any way, shape, or form. But at around seven o'clock, some you could you could smell the aftershave passing the passing the apartment. Some of the young fellas were 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 happy to go out and have a have a few minerals and check out the check out the scenery with um with the eau de cologne on them. But uh, it was it was like all or nothing. You might have a, a a good one night at the end of it when it was um the shackles were let off, and that's important too from a from a team perspective. What's a better place to be in to be away on these training camps now, or to have meaningful matches, game time? Is that more important, or is it to have those five weeks as a collective? Um, good question. But you're kind of going, and you're probably in. You're, you're. I think Galway would be in a very good place um, because they had that opportunity to, uh, as we call it, in, after defeat, to spit it out. Uh, get up and get on with it. They did that the next morning. That have talked, that have reviewed, and that have parked it. Never to be, never to be focused on again. Um, and again, they had a full, a full week's training. Curry will have a, a good collective um, session together. And again, a lot of it is on the kind of the tactical part, or defensive, or kickouts, or you know, certain plays. But there's nothing beats actually nothing, nothing beats winning. And that's that's what's important. And a lot of teams. Your own team this weekend meet, you know, they're playing awfully. If you can get a win under your belt, everything that's happened in the last four weeks or four months can nearly be um, put to bed. But you could you focus on the positives? And again, you look at you look at um Roscommon coming into this to, to this to this game, uh Connex semi-final against Galway. They're buoyant, they're they're full of confidence, rightly so. And uh it's it's again it's a weekend. What is there, nine or ten games? It's mm. it's Mm-hmm. It's uh, it'll be. Um, I I need to take one day off because um, it <laughs> jam is packed. It is jam packed, and it's great. It's great, and I love it. And it's 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 great for GA for GA people. Yes, yeah, so, so you mentioned jam packed. Just to run people through the fixture. So on Saturday we have the Connacht uh, semi final. The first one up, Sligo, New York, Markovic Park from half two. Uh, the two Munster Senior Football Championship semi finals are also on Saturday evening, four o'clock at Fitzgerald Stadium, Kerry Tip, and then from seven pm at the TUS Gaelic Ground at Limerick against Clare. And you've Kevin Armagh in the Ulster quarter final at Kingspan Breffney uh, from half past six on Saturday. Then on Sunday, the big one we're going to talk about in just a second: Roscommon Galway at Doctor Hyde Park, four o'clock in the Connacht uh, semi final. Uh, you have the four Leinster. Senior Football Championship quarterfinals, two o'clock Westmeath against Louth at Park Talton. You have at half two Kildare taking on Wicklow. That's at Netwatch Cullen Park. Uh, from half three, Leash against the Dubs. That is at Leash Higher O'Murr Park. And at four p.m., as uh, David mentioned, Offaly Meath at Lenisk O'Connor Park. And in the Ulster quarterfinal, the, uh, the final one at Park Esler in Newry Down taking on Donegal. That is at two o'clock on Sunday. Uh, but we do want to touch on Roscommon Galway, of course, David, with yourself. Um, really, really looking forward to this this semi final. Like Roscommon, no longer under any sort of radar because I think that seems to be a phrase that's bandied about for Roscommon. But uh, a brilliant league campaign, got their six points on the board early, uh, and then of course that that uh, win over over Mayo and Castlebar. Whereas Galway, you know, coming off the back of that league final defeat, you wonder where they're at. But they have that strength and depth this year. So whose camp would you rather be in ahead of Sunday? Maybe Brooks, to be honest, you know that's you're kind of going, you know, in the in the mindset, in the the the, the momentum, and with their 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 kind of positivity, uh, there's a lot of there's it's all pointing towards Roscommon, um, and again under the radar is is you know for me when they they, they demolished uh, Donegal in the last league game in, mm. in Hyde Park. Um, I think it was something like 13, 14 points to bet them by. Um, 
that was an indicator that um, they were really up there. They finished third in, in the league. But the performance in Castle Bar against Mayo National League champions was, it was, um, it was very rounded and again, very structured. Uh, very structured, but it had a, a, an air of, of uh, kind of, uh, that's kind of, they had a ferocity, they had a kind of, they brought a tenacity to the game that uh, they need, they need to, to bring to the game again uh, against Galway. Probably they'll have to be restrained to a degree. Um, it will be, Conditions are, are promised to be um, warm and bright. Um, so you know, from a slick forward, uh, go forwards, it will be a it will be a challenge. But they're set up perfectly from a defensive point of view, um, and I, I do think I do think it is going to be a, a really really tight game. Uh, Galway, you know, again you have Comer coming back. Um, he, uh, Damon Comer, he, he hasn't had a lot of ball. He, he got a, a very nasty injury during that during the National League. Mm. Um, Shane Walsh has played damn all. Like mm-hmm. the reality is, if if Galway had got their 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 free taking, their forty fives, their long range, um, to a to a to a percentage of eighty percent, that they they would have um, the beat mail, um, and that was probably what where where they let them down. Shane has. Done uh, after the, the All Ireland Club uh, went off uh, traveling for himself, took a break, came back, integrated slowly, and uh, the best the best of him is 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 really going to start coming from from this week onwards. He's had that training camp, he's had that opportunity to have a full week's focus, and uh, I think he'll be he'll be um, he'll be at at a, at a different level come come Sunday. Another player that I'm really excited to see this season, David, is Matthew Tierney just what he can do. You know, a young player, but I feel like it's this year or next year that he's really going to explode onto the scene and we're really going to see this big player that he can be. And he has every attribute, especially mm-hmm. his, his his hands and his pace and it's that kind of, you know, lightning quick on the ball, but, you know, also kind of a, a great a great headroom for a young, you know, for a young man. And uh, again, you have that, like the Rob Finnerty's inside him. Um, you have Comer, you have Walsh. Um, you know, uh, Johnny Heaney was 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 for me is is always a fulcrum uh, from a Galway perspective. Got a bad injury against Mayo, but he'll be back. He'll be back to his uh, to his best. And you have the experience of of, of Paul Conroy and that and go around around the middle. And it is like these players. These players. Um, they're special players, and again, it, it comes from the kind of conveyor belt. And the conveyor belt, from a Galway perspective, was the under twenties, um, younger guys coming up, and uh, now it's that conveyor belt is is uh, is coming to fruition, and that's that's very important, very important in accounting. You can see it again from a Sligo perspective. Uh, they have beaten they have beaten uh, Roscommon, they've beaten Mayo, and you can see the the continuation and, and development, and and that's what's coming to the fore in. Um, in the Galway team as well, and under the management now of Porrick Joyce, but previously under himself, um, in another age, and that's that's vital. And yeah, if you can kind of bring that continuum of uh, advancement and uh, development and integration to senior football, it stands to a manager, but it stands to a team also. We spoke about the kickouts. I think the the last day after the the Roscommon Mail match, and that that certainly was another thing that, that cropped up at the weekend between Throne and Monaghan. The, to watch that battle between Nell Morgan and Rory Began, even just themselves defending kickouts as well as kicking them, it was quite fascinating to watch. 
Um, and we know goalkeepers are, are changing. Conor McManus, I think, described Rory Began as a quarterback uh, after the match, and, and we saw his ball in for, for that first Monaghan goal. It, it, like, Roscommon won seven of their nine first half kickouts against Mayo the last day, going long. Now, the conditions will obviously have dictated Roscommon's decision maybe to go long uh, in some occasions, but. How important is that midfield battle? Because because you'd imagine Ross Common might might try something different against Galway. Uh, they might, but again, uh, I can see the game becoming uh, not very defensive. It's 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 not that's not being disrespectful or negative. But it, there is there is merits for, to keeping a game tight and keeping it defensive. And from a Ross Common point of view, yes, they went long on 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 nearly every occasion mm. because they had the confidence. If you know what you're doing before. You're doing it. You're halfway there, no matter what the result is. And again, if you know you're going long, you know you're going to a, a certain area of the pitch. Um, and again, it, it gives you that opportunity to have your defence set up. Tyrone have 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 uh, have shown um, that as a, the the number one modus operandi was to have a fixed defensive structure rather than have it you know short and working it out from the back and being disjointed and maybe open, having ga- gaps opened up if the ball is turned over. Um, Began, uh, Morgan the last day was just absolutely brilliant. The kickouts has changed the, the whole dynamic of game football. Whether it's your, you know, six seconds on the tee, you have a ball left or right, so that can that can gain half a second to you. The ball is on the tee and it's gone again. Or your the runs that guys make, if the pockets that they want to fill, the space they want to leave. If a team pushes up on a 45 or pushes up from a, a 25-yard free kick, we're going long, we're trying to go over the top, we're trying to create an overload, we're trying to create what you might call three or four pillars on the left-hand side. Galway are very good at, at, at very good at um, from their long kickouts, creating a, a three or four-man uh, pod. Uh, and again, they have, they have the, the, the strength, they have the physicality, but also they have the runners off. And that's, again, it's, 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 it's not to everyone's cup of tea, but um, it's becoming very much a tactical battle um, from, from a GA perspective on the kickouts. And again, the keepers coming up. And again, if you have 14 men, 15 men in defence, um, you're going to have, you, you know, if the, defend, the team you're playing against has 15 defending in the 45, how do you break them down? Um, you're going to have to keep someone back because you just can't you can't leave the house and the doors open. Um, <laughs> but again, the goalkeepers coming into these plays, they can create that overlap. They can create that, especially if a team is playing a plus one, means there's someone sitting back. So the the uh, the goalkeepers can be that key that opens up the avenues and opens up um, opportunities for runners. And it's that's that's it's a, it's a 15 man it's a 15 man game now, surely. And that's that's it's. I think it's great to see that goalkeepers have. Um, I said it to a man, I'd say about 14 years ago, I says, I don't know why goalkeeper, and he said, you're mad. Um, but goalkeepers have, have always had a role to play. Maybe we, we, we kind of pigeonhole them, just stay in your line, do your job, and you'll be okay. But it has, it has changed, and they're now, they're now a, a, key, a key part of teams. Just on that, David, on how the game has evolved, it's constantly changing. There was comments during the week that... Football to be an intercounty footballer nowadays, you don't need to be this skillful footballer anymore. You you need to be more of an athlete. That that would make it quicker onto a county team than a really skillful footballer. What do you make of comments like that? You always need to be. You always need to have you know some degree of of skill. You always needed to have some degree of athleticism. Now the athleticism we see in county football now 
is phenomenal. The 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 composition is phenomenal. The 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 way they're you know they're mechanically structured, physically they're the the metrics and it is there is a lot of metrics in GEA now whether it's you know high velocity meters or high intensity meters, total distance. Actually, it comes down to one thing: what you're able to do with the ball in your hands. You'll get it for seven, nine, twelve times max nearly in a game. It's what you do with it. Um, yes, upstairs for thinking, but you have to have that natural raw ability. Just you know, um, that that, and we've seen it, and it always it always comes to the top. Maybe in lesser counties, you know, if if you haven't got the quality, well then. The quantity is get as many fit guys, get as many athletes as we can in. But you'll always see it come semifinals and finals, whether it's the Shawnee O'Shea's or the Clifford's or the Shane Walsh or the Damian Comers or the 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 Killian O'Connor's or the Aidan O'Shea's. You'll always have that natural raw ability that will always be there from 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 top footballers. And it, it's even, you know, I'm here in, in, in Castle Lock. Like you'd walk across the road and you'd see young twelve year olds or and you kinda of go and just have a look at these. And you can you can pick out the guys. You can pick mm-hmm. out the guys that has natural raw ability that looks comfortable on the ball, does something going, just that was nice. Um and that's that's always going to be there and it should be always it should be always I suppose nourished and yeah. um appreciated. And it's 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 um yeah, you you need a mix of both, but uh, natural natural will always win. Yeah, really looking forward to this weekend's action. Home advantage for us coming as well, although we've, we've seen in yeah. Oma and Castlebar in the last couple of weeks that home advantage doesn't always count for everything. In two words, David, which two counties are going to be contesting the Connacht final this year? Sligo and the Rossies. <laughs> Ooh, he's gone for it. Neck Hesitation. Head firmly above I've, the parapet. I've got a lot of stick over the last two weeks. I deserve it. But no, <laughs> the Rossies are probably going on no. We're, we're doomed <laughs> this, is, this is your mea culpa listen David yeah. <laughs> appreciate your time as always thanks many David see you Shane see you thanks Shane. David OCB AM with Gillette Labs get the ultimate shave or your money back Neon Night Edition available now